Hi there, I'm Ben Pierce, and welcome to the Elevated You podcast, the podcast all about helping you in the tech world develop your professional skills. Each episode, we share the top tips, failures, and lived experiences of people thriving in the same world as you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's get going. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Elevated You podcast. Today, we're going to be thinking about making that move from an individual contributor to a people manager. And we're going to talk to someone who's recently made that jump. I'm really chuffed to have this guest on the show. Please welcome James Complin. Thanks for having me, Ben. I'm enjoying this uh, little conversation we're about to have. James, for anybody that, that doesn't know you, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, James Complin. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm from the north of England. Uh, I'm an Azure Core Director here at Microsoft, focusing on uh, comms, media, and professional services. Uh, I'll try and unpack that a little bit for everybody to, to de-Microsoft <laughs> it. Um, so, really, essentially, my one of my key roles is to really uh, help adoption of our platform, really focusing on the core infrastructure services within the platform. Uh, I lead a team of 15 architects, uh, really focused on those core infrastructure services. So today, um, we're going to be talking about that kind of transition from moving from an individual contributor type role to to manager type role, because you've been in this role, I think, now for a couple of years. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I think in the manager role itself, it'll be two years, just over two years now, actually, uh, coming up to an anniversary. I think I just passed the anniversary. So two years in the manager role, and uh, before that, three years as an individual contributor, or as we call it, an IC. Right. So I wonder, and and I've got loads of questions because I'm really interested to dig into that transition and all of that kind of stuff later. But I wonder to kind of set the scene for people. Could we go through, I guess, a bit of a potted history of your career? What's your background? Because you've got a very technical background. Uh, What's your background and what's your journey been to, to the role that you're in today? Yeah, it's probably quite an unconventional, unconventional kind of transition uh, into that. And obviously, the utopia for me as a as a young techie was to get to work at Microsoft, and I managed to do that. So, job job done there. But really, started out uh, really early in my career in local regional government uh, in IT support. Would you believe so? First line, second line, and went through that normal transition into third line, and into more of an architecture delivery role. And then from there, I moved on to uh, a partner organization, uh, spent roughly seven years there working on their building schools for the future program, if anyone remembers that, uh, designing and implementing architectures and infrastructure for our new schools uh, and, and larger organizations as well. From there, then made the step into SI, uh, so working for partner services and delivering large programs of work for uh, other organizations, insurance companies, banks, for example. And then while I was there, I got a lot of exposure to the Azure platform, obviously, with the customer requirements that were coming in, uh, and had a very fortunate conversation with uh, who was now a colleague at Microsoft and referred me into Microsoft as a cloud solutions architect. And then I managed to get through that program and then joining Microsoft uh, with the opportunities that are available and founded or co-founded the Northern Azure User Group, uh, which is still running now, and that's kind of fledgling uh, fledgling uh, other services and other user groups off off the back of that as well, which has been really useful. Uh, and then 
in their transition from senior cloud solutions architect and leading some of our largest organizations uh, within within the UK on their digital transformation journey before making the hop into a manager role uh, three years into it. Okay. And so, uh, and now you, you've been in this uh, people management role f- for two years. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So two years in people management, so roughly three years, or just coming up to three years as an individual contributor and then, then made that shift into a manager role. I've been there in two years now. I think before we get into, I guess, some of the, the real depth, it'd just be great to just talk about that. We, we might use this term IC quite a lot. It's, it's mm. sort of, I guess, maybe a bit of an industry term versus people manager. Could you define for me what's IC versus people manager when we're talking about that? It's a really, really good question. And I think there's a preconceived image that if you're an IC or an individual contributor, uh, that you can't be seen or stand up and be a leader within a business. Uh, and I'd like to, from my point of view, absolutely dispel that that myth. Uh, you know, we, we talk about leadership principles of uh, creating clarity, generating energy, and delivering success, and that's all linked to an individual contributor. And there is all of the leadership principles to ensure that you're driving forward. I think some of the fundamental differences between the IC world and the manager world is your your responsibilities change from focus on yourself to uh, impacting others and widening that impact um, across the organization and really trying to drive that business value uh, a little bit further, but still embracing those leadership principles on your team for, you know, and leveraging the model coach care uh, methodology that we hear uh, we adopt as a manager. Yeah. And so I, I guess like the people, the people manager bit means in your uh, organizational chart, there is people that report into you. And so that means that you have some of the administrative function of that approving holiday, sick pay, you know, yeah. you know, sick leave, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and also responsibility for the hiring. Um, is, is that right? The hiring uh, yeah, people absolutely. reviews, yeah. that kind of stuff, um, performance yeah, management, absolutely. that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely all of that. So, you know, some of the things you touched on there, like expenses, holidays, all that kind of comes into my room for all of my team. You know, performance management, you know, coaching through that as well. So trying to help them coach uh, our individual computer, uh, contributors on my, my team into where they want to take their next career path or where they, where they think their next goal is going to be and help coach them to get to that. Um, so there's, there's the admin side of that and then there's the soft skill side of the role as well. So it's uh, very much uh, mixed. And then you touched on hiring, uh, which obviously is a big, big thing. Uh, you know, well, you, you kind of helped us <laughs> extensively in that area when you were in role. Uh, but, you know, really picking out those gaps in skill sets and soft skills that are really going to enhance and increase the performance of your team and others will then learn from it as well is kind of key area of spotting those that talent in the talent pool and bringing that people into accelerate the team okay now um what i'd love to understand is a little bit about your motivation so uh you've done all this wonderful tech stuff been involved with schools you're you're now in microsoft uh, and you're about to, so you've done three years as an architect and you're about to, to to go apply for your first people management role in Microsoft. What made you want to move from this IC type technical role to this people manager role? That is a great question. 
uh, that <laughs> so you ask it, yourself it, it, every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is uh, absolutely that. No, but I think you know, in, in all honesty, um, I think the aspiration for me to become a manager inside of Microsoft and and, and attempting a manager move before Microsoft and really not liking it at all. You know, when I was a, a partner moved into the management role and, and really just didn't enjoy So you, you'd it, done enjoy a manager it. job before you were at Microsoft. You you managed another company yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I managed a partner uh, before that uh, for a very short period of time. Um, and I just didn't feel, personally, didn't feel the right time after spending time in the management role that I wasn't ready to, uh, we use the term, get off the dance floor. Uh, I was still <laughs> so deep in the tech. I couldn't get my hands off it. Uh, kind of not coaching my team, but doing it for them, uh, and then stepping back into the technical role. And I think this time around, I, I made a real clear, conscious decision to step back and understand why I would want to make that transition into the manager role. Uh, and it was really through um, having an opportunity to mentor mentor an earlier in career um, cloud solutions architect that that really started dawning on me that that. The passion I actually have is for seeing is from seeing others really really excelling well uh, through my coaching and, and helping and mentoring. I got I got more pride out of that than, than the individual contributions or the individual achievements I've made over the past three years. I thought actually maybe now I, I'm essentially mature enough in my own in my own skin to kind of make that make that jump into management role and. and essentially elevate others okay so you were happy to move from the dance floor to uh i don't know where it'd be the cocktail bar i don't i don't know in that analogy i think i'm stretching the analogy a bit far but but so that's really interesting so first time you you it didn't it didn't work out actually and and then you and then you thought actually tech is and then it's later on that you've then transitioned again and this time you've enjoyed the move yeah absolutely and and i won't i won't deny that i absolutely still love the tech and still very close to it now but it's uh, learning when to switch it on and switch it off and allowing other people's the the space to grow both technically and both personally as well uh it is is a massive is a massive thing of the role and at the time i wasn't uh, either mature enough or not ready to relinquish the look at me I, I almost could put it as a you know look at what i've achieved versus now i'm very much more of a look at what my team have achieved uh, and I get way more pride out of that than anyone else. Brilliant. Now, um, let's think about getting your first manager job because uh, I remember going back to me trying to get my first manager job, and, and I've he- I've heard this a lot from lots of other people. You know. Nobody will give you a manager job when you've not been a manager before, you know, often at the organisation you're in. So how did you go about, once you sort of decided that you had a passion for mentoring and and wanted to progress your career in that way, how did you go about getting that first management job? So it was an interesting, it was an interesting move. Um, So I was essentially leading the team as it was anyway. Uh, And the team was expanding um, at some pace, uh, we were also making acquisitions, so bringing people in externally, and they really needed someone to step up and lead um, lead the technical third line support team, as it was then. 
So this is in your first manager role, not the role you're in now. This not is... in, the, in my first manager role, yeah. Right, okay. So I think uh, that was really a push of trying to push myself to see maybe that's where I wanted my career to go. Um, but as I mentioned, I made that move and having then to deal with all the admin uh, area that, that you kind of mentioned beforehand, reduce my time on the tech. Uh, and it just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that kind of drew me to the role at that point. And then what about the second time round when you went from IC to people manager? How did you how did you get that job and how did you, I guess, prepare and make sure that you're going to be successful in this in this role? Yeah. Um, and again, I think uh, it's something we talk around a lot internally is uh, and you, you hear it used externally a lot as well is that mentorship. Um, so I kind of when I started exploring if there were opportunities to move into the management role, uh, reaching out to other managers inside the business, uh, not particularly in the area I was going to go to, but as other to try and understand wider in the business, what's expected of a manager uh, and what entails, uh, what, what good looks like essentially. And really asking for that sponsorship, that coaching, that mentoring to kind of prepare me, one, for, for the interview, uh, and two, for the, the mental transition that I'm going to have to go through. Uh, it was really eye-opening, um, having those conversations with, with those people uh, internally. Uh, a lot of them have said, you, you need to be prepared for that transition from IC, and it's going to be a challenge because you've been spent so long in the tech yeah. to have that, that, that view. Um, so it's definitely some of the really kind of proactive things I did was reach out to other managers, understand the business, understand exactly what what the model coach care mentality or methodology is kind of do a lot of reading research and and so just just to just to pause you there make that so that model coach care you you talked about there that's a framework in microsoft for management is it it is absolutely yeah yeah so you're modeling the the culture that microsoft brings you know the care aspect you know caring for for our business our customers um, and our individual contributors wider uh, and then obviously the, the coaching element to really coach uh, our staff our uh, employees to constantly raise the bar and achieve and over excel in those areas that they right. specialize did you find it easy therefore to get that first management job or was it tough was it a, was it something that happened quickly it was if i'm being completely honest tougher than i expected yeah uh, but again, uh, to go back to what you said of having that transition of, well, you've never managed anyone before. I know you've managed elsewhere. It's different here. It's, it's a bigger team. Uh, so I'm trying to convince people that you're ready as a person. It is difficult. And I would say to anyone that there's, got, there's an ounce of luck in getting the roles as well, right? I think um, someone's got to be willing to take a chance on on, on you as well, especially that, that initial transition. Uh, but they've got to be able to see something in you to trust that you will grow and excel into that role and, and expand it and kind of make it your own. So I, I found it quite stressful, I would say, kind of make that transition. Um, you look across the, the leadership team as it was then and they're all very tenured, been, been, in, been in role a long time, been inside the organisation a long time, and you're coming in as a relatively new uh, green behind the ears, so to speak, uh, but full of energy. And I think that's what you've got to bring to that role, full of, full of energy and be a learn-it-all, really, to, to coin the phrase. 
Yeah. I, I remember my <clears throat> my first uh, manager job. Uh, well, I remember trying to get my first manager job. I think I got uh, maybe three or four jobs that I went for, <laughs> manager jobs that I went for and, and didn't get them. Um, even though I'd sort of tried to do a bit of a development plan, even though I got sponsors uh, and, and just wasn't quite the right fit for a couple of roles. And it's interesting, you know, I think for me, I learned a little bit of perseverance uh, I needed to keep having a go and, and a little bit of luck, which you mentioned there as well. And I remember uh, one of the managers needed to take some time out of the business to go and do something. And so I seconded in to do uh, to, to, and and actually then never look back. And so for me, it was that little bit of there was an opportunity. I put myself in a position to be able to get it and then thankfully was able able to do a good job when that opportunity came along but I remember it being a proper hard graft <laughs> yeah and you mentioned there around the development plan obviously you know and standing in for other other managers when they're out on leave and things like that and that's definitely something I always put my hand up for uh, for stepping in one because you you get invited to calls to give a view of the business and 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 how we can how we can do better in the absence of those managers it gives you really great insight to then when you do want to apply you've got that additional layer of context of what's expected from the role mm. uh, and a dev plan is something I'm, I'm super passionate around i've got my own uh, dev plan both inside of work and what i want to achieve and outside of work as well and uh, have it quite structured um quite structured in the way i approach everything but um those dev plans are kind of key and, and having identifying those sponsors and those mentors within that dev plan is, is you know, really key to being successful, I would say. So now you've been in the role a couple of years, I guess you've got over that transition hump. What, what do you enjoy about the job now that you're doing it and you've been in it a couple of years? You say get over the transition hump. I don't know if you actually ever truly get over that transition hump. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I, I do genuinely, and I, I'm probably very fortunate, um, I do genuinely wake up and feel energised to come to work every day because I get to work in a, in a, in a great organisation and work with super, super smart people, and we continue to hire super, super smart people that make me feel <laughs> like it's my first day at school. Um, you know, something that really I, I really love about the role is, you know, getting to define how we approach cloud and digitally transform organisations. Because I sit in the technical side of the business, you know, getting involved in those commercial conversations, taking them into the technical conversations. You know, you get that in its limited form. Um, I would say the biggest passion, and I, I think I mentioned it earlier, is seeing those people excel is, is, is kind of really, really key for me. Um, I've got a couple that just you know, amaze me every single day and it instantly makes me smile. It just, it makes me realize I'm doing this for those, for those elements and for those, those impact moments. Uh, and it, it ceases to me, amaze me that, that when you push people, how far they can really excel themselves. And I think that's, that's something I really enjoy around the role. Um, there are elements of the role that are difficult as well. Uh, so there's always parts of the roles that are difficult and there's always, a, the, hopefully the, the, the enjoyment it outweighs the difficult moments and that's, that's kind of key. So, so what are they? You, you've opened the door there. What, 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 <laughs> what, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, what are the hardest bits? 
Yeah, and I think if, if anyone sits back as a as a manager or director in any business, I think the, the, there's always the difficult conversations you're going to have to have with people. Um, you know, when you look at performance, for example, um, you know, are people performing to their to their absolute best? Are they being consistent in the way they're sh- showing up in front of customers, both internally and externally? Um, having that conversation to actually say, well, maybe you thought about doing it this way because from the past experience, this hasn't quite worked. This is the feedback I've been given. And having that structured performance conversation is is difficult, but I also think it's um, I also think it's needed um, in a sense to really excel those those people as well. Uh, one one particular book that actually helped me was uh, Radical Candor. Okay. Um, and knowing when to apply uh, candid feedback to people really did help me as a manager, uh, particularly on those coaching conversations, making the right decisions. Um, having made that transition, there's lots of people that were peers that I now manage, for example. So detaching that friendship to be a manager or a boss is is interesting. Uh, because in, in that context, you can be a leader or or a manager, um, but a blend of the two, I would say, would be a boss. Um, so you can actually lead and, and manage, but then managing peers who were friends or are friends is also a very difficult, <laughs> a very difficult conversation to have, um, but the right one to have at the right time. And so, as you've gone through that journey, we've heard about the good bits, the hard bits. What about mistakes? Um, have you made any any mistakes? Things gone wrong, and any things that have jumped out? Major learnings that have jumped out that you, as you've gone through them. Yeah, well, well you you could probably point out a few out for me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, a whole list for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think lo- looking back, there was definitely mistakes made uh, in the early early stages of my transition. Um, and I'm, I'm looking that way because I'm feeling very reflective uh, looking back. Um, <laughs> you're, you're looking the direction to reflect, not make it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think you, switching from technical to manager was very difficult. I think jumping into technical conversation, taking away the impact from other individual contributors as a manager was probably my biggest fault part at the beginning. Uh, and I openly hold my hand up for that. Um, but that could... And so what you mean there is that because you were great at doing the job as an individual contributor, now you kind of knew that the best way, in air quotes, to, to deal with this situation and would therefore give advice to, to your team. And it was hard to not give that advice because you, you'd been there, got the T-shirt and knew it. Yeah, absolutely. You said great, not me. So just in case anybody else is watching this, but absolutely, you, you've got to really hold back that that advice monster. Uh, going, this is how I would do it. This is how you should do it. Uh, this worked here. Uh, to coaching that into somebody else or coaching someone else to get to the answer. Um, I, I was kind of going straight to the answer. I'm going, this is what you need to do, versus helping them get to the answer which is a, le- a learning technique for them as well um, that was that was really hard uh, and uh, it was flagged uh, I would say that you know, being on the dance floor uh, in the tech 
um, I wasn't applying my true self to the role. And, uh, yeah, I think that was probably something I, I should have tamed earlier on, I would say, that advice monster, uh, and, and kind of put my, my true manager hat on and, and help the team further. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the big ones that I would call out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think I think that's something everyone goes through um and, and I know I did it I, I know I did it for sure but then there was the flip side because I think so I came from a that technical individual contributor into leading the team that I had, had once been part of and I remember then changing into a different role where I took over a different team and suddenly I couldn't do the job. <laughs> I, d- yeah. I didn't, I didn't know the answer. And I remember getting, there was one particular guy that reported to me. I won't embarrass with, with who his name is or anything, um, but he was awesome. And, and I, in a parallel universe, he was my boss. I don't know which university. It was somewhere in Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. There was a universe of, of him being my boss. And I, and I was suddenly this guy's manager. And I had, it felt like no value that I could give him whatsoever. Because if I tried to give him any advice, I didn't have any to give. But this idea of coaching that you've talked about there, where, where actually I, but I could ask some questions and I could help challenge him to challenge himself a little bit. And so it's this sort of moving to more of a, a coaching mindset. Yet for me, when I suddenly found I could add no value anymore, I had to change the way I did things completely. Uh, absolutely, you know, and I think uh, not being not being hands on and doing the tech for for two years now, I'm definitely probably at that place of yeah, I don't know as much as I, I used to. Um, uh, my finger isn't on the pulse as what it used to be, so it's. Uh, Definitely getting a lot more of that at the moment, particularly with, with some of our uh, new talent that have come in. It's in, in early in career, just mind blowing. Uh, I would say so. It's it's like actually you, you don't really you don't really need me. <laughs> you, you, you're doing fantastic without me, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so for people that were thinking about moving from an IC role into a people people manager type role. What advice would you give to people who are thinking about this? <laughs> I want to be really sarcastic and say, don't do it. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I think, you know, I, I said I really enjoyed it all. Um, advice and things to think about. I think becoming a manager, you you have to be selfless. Um with your time. There's elements where you have to be structured and, and, and selfish with the time to get core elements of the job done. But essentially you are there to help excel the team. So and, and elevate the team. It isn't you, it's them. And you've got to really go through that mental transition of it's not about me anymore, it's about my team. Uh, and really really focus on that and, and how you encourage others to, to to be better. I think that that's one key thing I would say. Um you need to kind of get your headspace into. I think if you're going through that development life cycle of where do I go next, reach out to mentors, um, have a conversation around it. Uh, I had a really, really good mentor early on with Insider and Microsoft, and he just kept on asking me why. Uh, he said, ask yourself the five whys, and then you'll get to the answer of really why you want to do the role. Um, so that was a really great piece of advice. So, I, and so I what are the call. five whys? What are the five whys? Just keep, so why? So 
why do you get why do you enjoy the job so much and if you answer that ask yourself again why why do you why do you enjoy it so much if your answer is uh, i love i love being in the tech why do you love being in the tech so trying to find that true impact area that you're really focusing on and when you go through that that area i kind of came back to elevating others developing others was kind of my key passion that care element was very high um and that's kind of when i started looking at the manager role a little bit differently through um through a different lens essentially because the, the mentor at the time wasn't actually a manager it was an ic but it was a leader within the business so it was interesting he was asking me the, the questions that that took me down a leadership route uh, a, a manager route versus an individual contributor route so it's quite interesting to see the different dynamic when you asked i was asking someone that wasn't a manager those mentoring questions because he's done so well inside the business and externally uh, kind of latched onto him and said well i really would appreciate that coaching and it's something i i leveraged then i still leverage now uh, even people that are new into microsoft um you know if i think there's something i can learn from them because of their tenure in other organizations or experiences ask them to be a mentor to me because it gives me a different lens a different view of the world uh, and not such a, a centric view of what i'm doing here in my particular role yeah so so carrying on that theme of advice to others what you know if you think about um some of the tech folks that that you uh see as ICs, what would be maybe just a couple of the key skills that you would advise them that they need to probably think about developing if they're gonna really thrive in that transition into a people manager role yeah that's a really good one so i think um that in the interpersonal skills uh but the, I would say the emotional intelligence, you have to have high emotional intelligence in this role, I think is is key to being successful. I think that's one thing that has to be developed. Uh, having, I say having been a tech, um, you, you, you can misread rooms quite easily because you're so involved in that design element, you know, that, that emotional intelligence of, you know, understanding who the enablers are in a room, uh, understanding who, who might, not take the advice and guidance so well and how to approach the conversations both you know from a from you know, from like say like a diversity angle what you might say to one person isn't going to land the same with another person so you have to really develop that skill um and that's one one thing i've i've tried to work on i'm not saying it's perfect but i'm, de- I'm definitely working on it so that, that would probably and so that's that's brilliant that is so interesting to hear and and practically how so um it, w- how can people do that? How can people build their emotional intelligence? Is there any practical, tangible things that you've you've done when you've been working on it to help you there? Yeah, so the, the, I mean, there's a multitude of courses you can go on and books you can read. You know, I'm a big advocate for um, you know people call them self help books, but you know self development books. Um, so I, I kind of went through those those quite a lot. Some internal training I went through, but I think the biggest thing is. Uh, stop talking start listening start looking is is what I would say is um, again that advice monster of constantly talking you you get so involved in what you're saying rather than actually reading the room so I would say sit back and look around and look at the bigger picture within that within that team or within the room 
Uh, and you can apply this to not just a management role, right? You can apply it to any kind of role. Um, I think that's kind of key. Super, super strength that, that everyone should hone and develop. Awesome advice. That is that is awesome. I, I'm just looking at the clock. Can you believe it? We're we're at time. We have had uh, we've had a wonderful time <laughs> together. A really fascinating conversation. But I probably ought to wrap it up. So, from your perspective, James, what would be the 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 key takeaways? You know, for anybody that's been driving and they've just suddenly zoned back in, what would be the key <laughs> takeaways that you'd give to to people? The key takeaway is if if you want to make the transition from IC to manager, um, you know, mentorship, sponsorship, uh, and career dev plan are probably the three things I would say. And be clear on what what you want to achieve. Have a view of really again the whys of the whys and wherefores. What you want to do with that role and why you want to do it. The impact you want to have. Um, have that clear. Get your, get your mentors lined up and don't just centralize it on technical roles. If you're coming from a technical role or a sales role, if you're, if you're coming from a sales role, have that broader view um, and then and get the sponsorship as well. So the hiring managers, if it's an internal move, if it's external, ask for a, ask for a conversation. Be, be bold with your asks. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like when someone reaches out to me and says, I'm really interested in, in my next career move in, in Microsoft that's going to be a manager or even if it's external, so can we have a chat around what it takes to be good, what it takes to be great inside of in, in this role. Um, I love that because it shows someone's really keen, really proactive. So that, that would be my go-do. Brilliant. I think, you know, that the ones that, the things that you've said that, that have stuck out in my mind, really like what you're saying about uh, the coaching versus giving advice and that transition you have to go through. Uh, and you do have to go through that transition. I thought that was really interesting. Really love the points you're making about building that uh, emotional intelligence and being able to read a room. And uh, I heard three things that you came up, stop talking, start listening, start looking. Love it. Really yeah. short and simple. But if everybody in the room, just stop talking, start listening, start looking. Love it. And I love what you've said about having those mental tools and sponsors to really help you uh, help you go through that transition james it has been wonderful to have you on the podcast thank you so much for taking the time to be with us now if people want to get hold of you uh is there anywhere that you're on the internet where people can get hold of you i am indeed so you'll be able to get hold of me on linkedin uh, there, there aren't many complaints about so <laughs> if you do a search for james Complain on linkedin i'm pretty sure you'll find me pretty easily uh, happy for people to reach out uh, and have a conversation over coffee. Brilliant. James, it's been marvellous. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. No, thank you. It's been it's been enjoyable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscing. But yeah, it's been good. Thank you very much. So there we have it. Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe to the podcast and rate the show. It really helps spread the word. And check out our technical storytelling programme to help build your influencing and leadership skills. 